Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Two Dweebs Podcast. I am your host, Nick, and as always, we are joined by Seaweed Ambassador. Yes, sir. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, welcome back. And today, we're going to be talking about a very small show, not that many people have heard of it, SSS Gridman. Um, it's actually true. it's actually SSSS Gridman. I'm embarrassed. As you should be, honestly. Rookie mistake. Uh, it was when did it come out it came out fall 2018 it was a fairly yep. large show uh thick cute girls max what more could you want thick thighs, thighs cute girls, girls big old robots, robots kind I of have a complaint. not really I have a complaint kaiju. about that yeah yeah but before we get into it do you got any news we do we only have we got one piece of news here um it's not really important to anybody that doesn't listen to our podcast but if you listen to our podcast, you might have known that the episodes were a little out of order recently. Well, not to worry, because we have fixed it. All the episodes are now in order. Um, and the audio that was on Miss Hoskai, I believe, has now been changed to the actual podcast. So go check that one out. It's a really good one. I think I really enjoyed that one. Um, but yeah, it just got all messed up. But it's all fixed now. Yeah. We, we, we worked on it day and night. We haven't slept since we first made our first podcast. We've just been working out. We finally got it done. Always on that grind. Always on that grind. We don't even sleep around here at the Two Dweebs house. We do not. Okay. So other than that news, we did both go watch the new Super uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly movie. Broly? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Broly. Yep. Um, and uh, so the spoilers for that movie right here. Just skip ahead. Um or if we want to yeah. talk to SSS Gridman. See, we're not going to talk about like major spoilers, and also, the whole movie is just like a giant fight. Yeah, basically, that's very true. But if you don't want to know anything about the movie, then yeah, skip ahead a little bit. We won't be talking about this for very long. We will not be talking about this. Okay, John, I we texted a little bit about this. You said it was one of the most visually amazing fight scenes you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, it was. Stand by that. I do. I do. I think it was one of the best. Uh, like. Shonen fights. I don't want to say ever because I haven't seen every shonen, but it was really good. From a visual standpoint alone, I was amazed. I can agree with you. I think the visuals were quite nice. There's especially this one scene where we go into like a POV of Broly, Broly fighting. How do you say his name? Um, and it's like it's really cool. Like and it's like the it's just really good. It was really good animation. My problem with the show. Or the movie, and what bored me was the story was so boring. And I'm not—I'm not really a big Dragon Ball Z fan or Dragon Ball at all fan. I never uh, really yeah, seen the show. I'm not either. This, this is my first movie I've even like first like animated piece I've seen from Dragon Ball without like I kept like occasional episodes here and there. I mean, for um, me personally, I've seen, I've seen Resurrection, Resurrection F, F. Uh, uh, and the the, the first Broly, Broly movie, movie and Tree of Might, Tree of Might. and I've read the original Dragon Ball manga. So we're both relatively new on the Dragon yep. Ball. I I mean, I think it was just a boring, kind of boring. I, I'd give it probably a four at max. I mean, the visuals are very impressive, but just like Violet Evergarden, just because the visuals are great doesn't mean the content's there. You can't... Visuals don't mean everything. No, they don't. No, they don't. Uh, but I don't think I that don't the movie was trying to be anything that it's not. For me, at least. Because I, th- I gave this movie a nine. It might be going down to an eight, though. Um, I, I'm still kind of on the fence with it. I was just really excited when I saw it, because uh, I saw the dub. I don't know what you saw. Um, I saw the dub too. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but it was it was really funny. It was really funny. Right at the beginning, my problem with the show, with the movie, there was no stakes at the very beginning. They set up the stakes, 
and you're like, really? This is why they're fighting for the Dragon Balls? The Dragon Balls don't even mean anything at this point. If you've watched any of Super, Dragon Balls mean nothing. They are so, like, they, can I, do you think I can say what the stakes were? Uh, would that be too much of a spoiler? I mean, there I weren't really stakes, stakes just in general. The, I didn't, there what was were the this, stakes? Like, the reason why like everyone was going for the Dragon Ball is because of the blue-haired girl. I don't know her name. Bulma. Um, Bulma wanted to get five years younger. Yes. Not ten years. No, because that that's younger. a little too extreme. That's a little too extreme. You don't want anyone, all the ladies gossiping about you. Exactly. And you get surgery. And then Frieza wanted to get five centimeters taller. No, not ten centimeters. I think it was three centimeters taller. Was it? Three? I think it was only three. <laughs> yep. Because he wants to, uh, to make it look like he's still growing. They can wish for anything in the that dragon's power. Yeah. And that's what they would do. That's what was setting up these stakes. Yeah. And I was like, well, that blew it for me. I, I mean, I think it was Jacob just supposed to, supposed to be kind of comedy. I don't really think it was supposed to be meant to be taken seriously because like you said, the Dragon Balls don't really mean anything anymore. You know, like in terms like they do still mean something. They, they can still, you, know, you can get wishes with them, whatever. But like just nobody, like there's really no point in using them because if you die, you know, you can get back, brought back to life with them. doesn't really matter. There's just a lot. Uh, so I think it was just more used as comedy and not really, I don't think that was like the main stakes. That's Honestly, fair. I because I don't even look. You don't need stakes for something to be good. Also, I, w- I would argue that I wouldn't argue that. I mean, in a movie that set a fight, a fight movie. Yeah, you don't need stakes. stakes. Well, then the whole point of Dragon Ball Z, like, what's the stake of it? Because if you die, you just find the Dragon Balls and you're back to life. Exactly. There's That's why no I don't stakes. Watch Dragon Ball Z. That's why I don't draw Dragon Ball at all. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, just because there's not stakes doesn't mean it's good. Like, what are the stakes of My Hero Academia? Them all dying. Yeah. Okay, but what does that do? Like, so what? One, so what? One hero dies, there'll be another hero to replace him. Yeah, but we care. We, we're. I've connected to the characters. I, I care about yeah. Deku. I want him to succeed. If he doesn't succeed, yep. if he dies, I'd be hurt by it. I'm not connected to Goku. He's an idiot. I didn't realize. Well, that's so that's because that's because you haven't seen everything up to this point. Is why you're not connected with him. Because you haven't seen all the background. Right. Like with with My Hero Academia, you've seen all that up to that point. Like if you were to watch like just the uh, if if you were just to like watch one of the later episodes of season three, you and you hadn't seen anything prior before, you wouldn't give a rat's ass about those characters. <laughs> I mean, that's that's fair. So I don't really think you need stakes for something to be good. I mean, like stakes can are good, but at one at some point you're going to get to power scaling that just doesn't make sense. And that's Which, why they kill Dragon Ball or reset it. Well, yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I think that's the problem with Dragon Ball, honestly. I'm not saying Dragon Ball is is fantastic or anything. I mean, obviously, a lot of people think it is. Personally, it's never really been my thing. But uh, I just don't think stakes make the anime. So. I think I think that's fair. Overall, I say don't watch it. John, what do you say? The movie? The movie? Yeah. Oh, watch it. For visuals alone, it's probably. I yeah, I think it has better, way better animation than Violet Evergarden. I I think it's different types of animation. Yeah, it's Violet Evergarden was. Yeah, Violet Evergarden was animated, overly animated to shit. 
I want to fucking. We talked about this. Is not this podcast. (laughs) Every podcast is this podcast. (laughs) We are done with Dragon Ball. We are. That's it. We're done with that. Let's get into Gridman. That's the real meat of this episode. Welcome back for you guys that skipped. I'm not putting his TAM stamp because I'm lazy, but welcome back. I hope you found us. Um, No TAM stamps, guys. Remember. (laughs) So, as always, let's start SSSS Gridman. SSSS.Gridman. What was your? What did you give it? What was your? Well, well, I gave it a high eight. High eight. And that is an emphasis on the high eight because it might get brought down to a seven. Oh, still thinking okay. about it. Okay. Nah, okay, I can I can relate to that. I gave it a six, and okay. that's a low six, probably close to a five. Yeah. Gave it the benefit of doubt. I like the ending scene. The girls were cute. I like the mech designs. Um, there's, there's a couple things I did really like about the show, um, but the, the problem was, the problem was for me anyways. Well, wait, um, one, second. one second. Before we get to the problem, okay. you mentioned something that I kind of just want to touch on real quick. Yes. Who was the cutest girl in the show out of all the girls? Not not just Akane and Riki, Riku, Rika, Rika. <laughs> not just those two, but out of all the girls, who was the cutest? I was supposed to remember those characters' names. No, no, you don't have to say their names. Just... Um, the cutest girl character. Would you like I, me to give you mine? I wasn't prepared for this, but yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay, so mine is the, the volleyball girl. Oh, the one that died at the beginning? Spoilers. Yeah, the one that dies <laughs> in, like, the first episode. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was the, I thought she had the cutest character design out of every girl in the show. That's very true. She reminded me of Ritsu. You didn't watch, you haven't watched Kayon. I have seen season one, and yeah, Ritsu is. Oh my god! <laughs> Just slapped my knuckle on my desk. <laughs> I was I was giving up the OK sign because you know you can see that this is a video, <laughs> and instead I just hurt myself. Here is my problem with. I talked about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. The girls. I was promised thick girls. They were not that thick. I want to. I want to put that out there. They were not that thick. I was unimpressed. They did. Like, they did have some thick thighs. thighs. Well, Rika did, at least. Even then, like, I liked Rika probably the best. I, I think she was the cutest. Um, I, I, she okay, was so the cutest out of the main two. I, I I can agree with that. I like like I love like the bathing suit with like the beach episode where they just went rafting. Um, oh well, just of to course. Get them in bikinis. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, that was nice. Anyways, the the. Uh, Oh, what was I gonna say? Crap, I forgot. The, the thighs can confuse me. Um, the I just went look again. I just had it again. Oh okay. my god! All right, those I thighs. This. It's been right. it's been a long day. It's been a long thigh. The, <laughs> I said rafting. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Yep. This show. Okay. I mean, it was an alright show. It, it it was worth my time. I'm not gonna hate on it. I don't think it should be as popular as it was. Um, um, I, I drew a lot of parallels to what's that other show we watched? We just watched it, uh, Chaos, Crowd, Crowd. Oh, something. Gotcha Man Crowds. Gotcha Man Crowds. Yeah, really? there's a lot of similarities. I okay. drew this one to that one. Um, my show that I drew a lot of similarities uh, to, and uh, please don't lynch me in the comments or whatever, because just let me explain. <laughs> Was uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion? Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Why is that, John? Well, well I, wonder, I wonder, maybe it was because of the Neon Genesis High Schoolers, 
or maybe yeah, when they, I, they showed the slogan of uh, God is in his heaven and all is right with the world. Um, I mean, there were some references. You're right. Yeah, but also there's some shots that looked like Evangelion. But the thing is, and I, kn- I understand this. This is why I said don't lynch me. Because I, I know that Hideaki Anno loves Ultraman. You know, you know Ultraman, right? Yes. The uh, Tokusatsu series, for those who don't know, it's probably, I think it's equivalent to, it's Japan's like Batman. Like that's how popular he is over there, is Batman is to Americans. Um, and he loves Ultraman, and Neon Genesis already had all these Tokusatsu references. And so a lot of these could just be, because I'm an anime fan, first and foremost, but a secondly a Toku fan, but not classic Toku as much haven't seen as much um but i was so i was drawing parallels more to evangelion than to toku which if you've from what i've seen on twitter because all the i follow quite a few toku people there they i mean they were referencing it to older toku especially the original gridman series which is a toku um which i will be watching soon because it looks pretty pretty good and this intrigued me enough Okay. Okay. The, I just went blank again. Give me a piece of paper. Hold on. <laughs> I'm writing. Next time I remember, I'm writing it down. This is ridiculous. Okay. So this is you, insane. You said you're gonna, you gonna rewatch the, like. Okay. So I'm literally looking at like the poster right now on Mal. Yeah. And I just yeah. see uh, Rika there, and she's just like, the thighs are very prominent. You yeah. can understand. Yeah. You can understand why a man might get confused. Um, <laughs> so you said. So this. It's kind of like the Godzilla movie we watched. So you're interested now in the original, I guess, because you watched this. I, I was. I mean, when this was announced, and I found out that there was an original, I was already interested in that. Um, and I was gonna watch that first. I just haven't had time. And I wanted to watch this and talk about it on the podcast. And you also wanted to watch it. So. Yeah. Okay. So, I finally. I finally wrote it down. So All right. going into this show, it is not what I expected. Um, I didn't expect. Okay, spoilers yet again. Akane, this is very big spoiler. If this, this is, don't go watch the show before. It does happen in this episode two. Is revealed though. Do you I'm know what I'm sure. going to say? I think so. But continue. Um, Akane is the god of this universe or this world. Yeah. Um, so she's the villain also. Yeah, she she's the big bad. And she's also I, I I don't really get like how she has her powers. Um, that didn't really make any sense to it me. It was I given she, it was given to her by the alien. But then when the alien went away, she still had the powers though. No. No. She didn't. She just disappeared. The ending didn't make any sense to me. Okay. Okay. I can explain this ending to you, and it's the thing I hate most about this show. Okay. Okay. And the reason I'm going to give my reasoning of why I don't like it first. Then I'll explain it. And the reasoning is because Evangelion did this already. The whole message of Evangelion is what this show is, except this show just, like, hammers you in the head with it. The whole the whole message is, like, you need to live your life, and, like, escapism is bad. Don't, like, escape into anime. Because, um... Okay, so I guess spoilers for the rest of the show from here on out. I think we've said that, like, four times. But, anyways, the very end of the show, you know... It's a, it's a real life, like filmed, set thing, where a girl gets up out of bed. And it's obviously Akane, is who it's meant to be, and it's her like finally deciding to, to live her life that she needs to, to live in her world, and she can't just be living in these characters' worlds, 
which is the exact same message that Evangelion had. And if you want to see a great video on it, check out Mr. Cynical's amazing video about it. But it was so... This just made it so absolutely blatant, and it just bashed you across the head with it, that... I mean, maybe it's because I already know and understand that. That, like, you can't just be in your anime all the time, or, like, in these this fictional world that you've created, you know. Like if, you, if you're, like, an author or something, you can't just live with these characters. You need to have human interactions. Um, because if you force people to, to like you, then they're not going to really like you. You know, if you've created these things then it's not, it's not like true emotion and true connections with people. And, oh my god. It's the worst thing about this show. See, I hated the ending for a different reason. Okay. Uh, at, at one point, I don't remember what episode it was or what interaction it was, but, um, oh, I think it was when Akane was talking to show like the sidekick, I think it was green-haired guy. I think he had green hair or blue hair or something like that. Um, um, Utsumi? Yeah, Utsumi. Okay. Um, he, they were talking um, when at their first little interaction together, or not at first, but like when they were talking about the uh, the uh, kaiju. Um, she and she was like, I, "I want one where like the bad guy wins. They, yeah. they, it's all it's always like the people beat the kaiju." And uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, that's foreshadowing. She's gonna end in the win in the very end." I was like, oh, "I was really excited for it." And of course, yeah. it just ended like a normal show like this would. The good guys win. They all learn something from it. They all become friends. Um, yeah. And that, that's what upset me. I was like, you teased me. I don't think they purposely teased me, but they teased me. And I'm not happy about that. I don't like being wet on. Yeah, I mean, I understand. But also, like, I kind of knew that she wasn't just going to, you know, win as as evil. I can kind of tell just by the way the show is going. Yeah. Uh, but I, I understand where you're coming from because I also hate that kind of thing. Like, as you know, I hate it when, like, a character dies and then comes back to life. Oh, yeah. Because it's the most, like, up-your-own-ass thing I feel like you can do when you're writing a fiction piece is to, to not kill off your characters that you killed off. I hate that. Um, like, it can be done right, yeah, obviously, but most people don't do it right. Like, Attack on Titan did it right. I can agree with that. Or, like, Log Horizon. They just already had it from the beginning that these characters come back to life. I mean, that was just like a game mechanic. Yeah, like, yeah that. like that. Like that's fine. that's fine. And like in SAO, all the ca- like those people died. There's a lot wrong with SAO, but the fact that the dead people stayed dead, that was good. Because I honestly thought at the end of SAO, not to go on an SAO, is the best anime ever. Ran. I was I would better have uh, a repost, like a, a repost of that, but no, it's not. It's not worth it. This is not yeah. this podcast. But um, I mean, basically, like everybody in SAO who dies dies. And when I was watching the show originally, I thought, oh, they didn't actually die. You know, they just can't get access to outside sources. And those people actually did just live, and that was the escape. But no, they did actually die. So I think that you can do it right, uh, of course. But I don't think that I don't know. I I get it. I get it. I get it. Another th- another thing uh, on that is uh, something I really did enjoy about it is Akane's slow progression into like breaking down. Um, like they showed like yeah. first off with her phone cracked, and then it showed her with her glasses cracked, and then her phone cracked. It was like even more all the way down her screen, um, and it was like I-, I don't know if that was like imagery of like I don't want to get like too metaphorical here. Like maybe like her break cracking, 
or like just literally her entire all her things are just like falling apart because she's not taking care of herself um yeah her room her room had trash bags all over it from the very beginning yeah no clue what that means what are your what are your takes on that i think that was more like a kind of a visual of even in this world that she's created she's still like a uh, what's the word hikikomori like she still doesn't leave her house even though obviously she does she goes to school and everything but she doesn't like take care of herself the way she should um i think that's just like another visual cue to that and i do i do think that you're right with the whole like all the screens cracking and because she also broke her computer monitor and that stayed cracked and her glasses cracking and everything was definitely like her kind of like cracking under the pressure of being this god um because she is just a mortal human um but and that's what and that's one of the things that the alien i don't remember his name uh mentions is that she's a true human you know not just a uh and she's somehow different like she's not a god but she is a god to this world but she's still the only true human there which was interesting i guess because everyone else was a creation of her. of her yeah okay that makes that makes sense i get that and i okay okay I guess that would be a probably like, we talked about her character. That's that's probably a good transition to all the other characters. We want to just go through them. Um, yeah, we can go through them like one by thoughts. one here. Okay. Yeah. So, so what do you think of Rika? Rika? Yeah. I don't know. See, I don't think she had enough characterization, in, in my opinion. I can't name one thing about her off the top of my head. So I think the thing is, is because she was created only to be Akane's friend. Mm-hmm. That was her, that was her sole, purpose. sole purpose. That that's all that mattered about characterizing her, and they did that pretty well. Because she was yeah. she was always Akane's friend throughout the entire show, no matter what Akane did. Even after Akane stabbed Yuta, she was still like worried about Akane. Um. So I don't know. I I do have like, kind of mixed feelings because she wasn't like you said. She didn't have like a lot of characterization. But she also kind of didn't need a lot of characterization. I, I guess, but as one of the main characters, I feel like she, like, the only thing I can tell you is she has nice legs. That's it. What else? I don't know what to say. She's well, she, she cares for her friends, her other two friends, obviously, because that's who she was always looking to protect, which kind of, like, showed that she was focused on friendship, and that's what she was, and you learn later that's what she was created for. And so it makes sense that that's like all she focuses on, I guess. I think that's fair. But um, I mean, I I would have liked to see more characterization, personally, but I understand why they didn't. And I think that's the problem with all the care for most of the characters in this show. They're not very, even like U- Yuta, uh, the like the main redheaded Gridman character. Yeah. Even him, he liked he liked Rika. Um, what else? He 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 liked he saved the day. It didn't even make sense. Well, I guess it does make sense because he technically was. It's again against spoilers. This yeah. is for the seventeenth time. Uh, he was technically Gridman and not actually Yuta. Um, yeah. So that's why he just jumped in to save people. But even as yeah. like Yuta slash Yuta Gridman, what what was his character? He just was. He wanted to save people. Yeah, yeah. and he was, he was gonna do whatever he could to save people. And then you'd see kind of like little quirks of his, of Yuta's personality come through. 
like him liking Rika, which was obviously Yuta's thing, uh, as they talk about in, like, the last episode or whatever. Um, but, yeah. No, like, Yuta, I mean, Yuta slash Gridman, he wasn't... I don't know. I think and I think that's why this character didn't strike too much with me. I think it was visually interesting. Um, I think the yeah, no, for nice. sure. The the it just the it didn't have that depth, and it wasn't. It was trying to be something it's not, um, or it was trying. I don't know how to say it. It, it was, was it was almost it was trying, like, trying like too hard too to get hard its, to its message across, across, and by doing that, it that kind of. Kind of <sighs> I don't want to say like messed up, up, but like, like almost like almost ruined, ruined itself, itself in a way. If that makes sense. I. It just uh, see I I don't I hate when people say like oh you shouldn't try hard try hard like the whole try hard thing is like a negative thing I think is bad because you should try hard if it's something you care about the, yeah the pro it's not that they tried hard it's that they just messed up the delivery um, it wasn't it wasn't like natural it didn't flow well yeah that's, yeah, what, I that's what I meant I meant like they tr- they were trying so hard to get everybody to understand the message I got you that by doing so they like with Evangelion. A lot of people don't understand the message, right? Even I you know when people that show. Watch it like twice. when <laughs> when people talk about it, you know, they're half the people are like, "Oh, it doesn't really have a message," and the other half are like, "It's about Christianity," uh, and both of those are wrong completely. But um, and this showed like they wanted to get their message across. Uh, but Eva is considered like a classic. You know that everybody loves, even if they don't think it has a message. Like, I mean, some people don't like it because of that, and you know, other people just don't like it, which is fine. But it's considered a classic anime um, that's really important, which I don't think this one ever will be, because of because the message is so blatant that there's really not a lot to like extrapolate from it. Like, um, like with Ava, like a bunch of people can make videos about Ava. And all of them can be different, right? Like about like what Ava means. But for this, like after one person, maybe two people make a video on it. That's it, you know, or write a piece about it. That's all that you can really say, because there's not a lot of. I don't want to say I don't want to say depth because there is like depth, but there's just. I mean, I guess that's probably the only word I can think of. I mean, I guess it would like instead of death, it would be like. Uh, what's the opposite of death? It'd be like how wide. It's not very wide. It like the the what it yeah. tackles it tackles in depth, but it yeah. doesn't tackle. It's very narrow. Yeah, that's it's the narrow word. scope. Yep, it's a very it's narrow, narrow scope, scope, and I think they, I think that if they would have broadened it, it would have been a lot better. Because I think that's why you liked um, chaos. Uh, what's it called? Gatchaman uh, crowds. Gatchaman crowds. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying chaos. I guess it, it did have that it had that wider scope. I I think, and that's you said yeah. it was one of your favorite. Um, you oh yeah, Gatchaman crowds insight is. Probably my favorite thing we've watched. One of my favorite things we've watched on this podcast. Um, I absolutely adore Gatchaman Crowds just as a whole, honestly. Okay. Okay. Speaking yep. of something I adore, the um, what was his name? Oh, uh, it's Utsumi? not listed on. No, 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 it's it's not listed on here. It's the it's one Ante? of the anti. Yeah, his name is Shonen no Nazo. Nazo, Nazo no Shonen, but it's, it's anti. Anti. That's what they called him in the show. That's what they called him. Yeah. The I adored this character. I felt so bad for him, and I I'm glad he when he became uh what, what something knight. It was a uh, grid knight. Grid knight. Super cool. I definitely want that figure if they sell him. Uh, I'm sure they will. Sure they will. I'm sure they will. I think they already have a grid man one, like lined up. Um, 
he was cool. I was a little upset by how they ended it with him. It was just like a kind of a quick scene. Um, which I mean, it gave resolution to his, you know, like when he when his bandages stripped like fell off. Oh. And that was the last time you saw him. Yeah. I wish there was like a little bit more. Like, I wanted to know what happened to Auntie because at the end, when they all go back home, like the Gridman and crew, uh, they're like, "Oh no, Auntie isn't coming with us." You know, he stays here or something along those lines. Yeah. But uh, I wanted, I wanted, where was Auntie at? Like, they could have done a cutaway shot to him doing something, like digging in the trash again or something. Um, except he wouldn't have been doing that because he had learned. But um, he could have been working at the. Uh, at the store, you know, the coffee yeah, shop store thing. And I think that would have been a really good cutaway and a really good final resolution because like we did get everything for his character resolved. Basically. Like, I don't think there was any loose ends, but it was just, I wanted like the one last little bite from him. Cause I think he was definitely my favorite character. I like, besides, besides Akane. I actually really liked Akane. Well, that, that I think they really focused. The thing I liked about, uh, shonen no Nazo, um, as the boys call him. It's, it's Nazo just, no Shonen. You're saying it backwards. <laughs> I guess I'm so used to like anime, like names or Japanese names. Who cares? Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's anti. Um, <laughs> it just, it's just anti. The, the, it's just like I think that's such a cool dynamic of like the creator. Um, it's like a mother son thing. It's also like a they they were created and how like you rejected by your god. I think that would have been a really cool theme to explore. And yeah. it sucks that they didn't explore it. Um, they really didn't, no. He just switched sides. Um, yeah. And I don't I, I like the Auntie's character a lot. I, I really enjoyed it. I think he had an awesome character design, too. Um, yeah. And I really like his, uh, uh, well, what was it called? Knight? Something. Grid Knight. Grid Knight. Uh, yeah. Like Mech. Um, I, I just wish he, he would have got what he deserved. I wish he would have got what he deserved. And what what did he deserve? What did he, he deserve? He deserved a happy ending. He deserved okay. to be loved. He yep. deserved not to get thrown iPhones thrown in his face every three seconds on the screen. Every time he popped up, he was getting something thrown in his face. Yeah, he I, was, get, he was abused, abused all the time. That's why I can't Akane. forgive. That's why I can't forgive Akane. She, she's yeah. hot. Don't get. Doesn't matter. She wasn't that hot. I thought she was pretty hot. I think she's probably the hottest. I think Rika might be more. Anyways. That, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Exactly. You know, actually, the most um, important question. That's why everyone watched this show. No, it is. It's no, the whole Asuka versus Ray argument. The, the <laughs> that's honestly the reason why I picked this show, other than just I like the Gridman um, design was the girls, and I was like talking about how thick they were and how like awesome they were. At the su- anime subreddit just was blowing up when this was coming out last fall. Yeah, any um, Twitter was also blowing up at the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, exactly. and it kind of died down. Because the show wasn't that good. <laughs> well, no, it it, it 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 just died down because people started talking about other things. Because any Twitter is fleeting, and maybe we should talk about one topic for more than two minutes. Oh, I think that's the problem with any any it is. medium. It is. Or any it is. Online medium. I just dropped my water bottle. Who cares? Oh my god. It's made of metal. Okay. Well, Quality podcast, guys. The. <laughs> this is a soundproof room. There's no echo. I'm doing the most for this podcast. Okay. All right. Well, I want to talk about the actual best character of the show because Auntie's pretty good, second best. But Samurai Caliber. Oh my god! I thought you'd never get to him. Oh man, he's so cool. He's like Zoro, 
but uh, even cooler because he has four swords. He doesn't, <laughs> like, he doesn't even have any characterization. He's just a cool character. Yeah, he, like, that's his characterization is that he's cool. It's great. I, I genuinely liked his character design too. At first, I thought his eyes were a little creepy, but that was kind of intentional probably. Oh, um, 100%. Yeah. I just thought it was, yeah, he's a cool he's a cool swordman dude. Yeah. yeah. He, he has my, I have two aesthetics. You know, I've got my, my pastel, my pastel bitch aesthetic, as you know. But I, I, this is my other aesthetic. It's like Samurai Caliber, L from Death Note. Yeah, anybody, anybody who's edgy has bags under their eyes. Uh, looks like they haven't slept in a week. That's that's my second aesthetic because that's like me in real life. <laughs> but you have pink hair. <laughs> That's that's the pastel bitch in me, you know. Uh, it's fighting. It's your inner yeah, demons. Exactly. I try to drown my demons, but they know how to swim. The 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 one thing I want to put about my enemy list, they put Haas, the girl with the mask, like the girl with the uh what's yeah. it called? The what did that thing? Medical it's just, mask? It's the mask. Call it? Yeah, like, like a sneeze guard kind of thing. Yeah, she was maybe in it for a handful of moments. I love how she was yeah. one of the supporting characters right at the top. Yeah, she's one of the top ten characters they decide to show. Yeah, not um, not the not the rest of the uh, of the Gridman Alliance. No, 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 did, not Grid Knight. What did you think of the Gridman crew, the, the the boys, if you would, if you would, um, like the the accessories for Gridman in a way? I thought that they were pretty cool. I liked them all, um, and I liked what they turned into. I think that's how you do side characters. You you don't have time to like flush them out, but you give yeah. them a little like quirky, cool character design. Give them a little quirky attitude. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. Zit, yeah. Bit, however you want to call it, is a handsome one. It, um, the, the idiot. The, the yeah. I mean, yeah. He didn't even know. He like a customer asked him like, "Where are the keyboards?" He's like, "Well, I don't, I don't know. If we don't have yeah. it, if it's not there, we don't have it." Yeah. Um, then you get Boar, which was the lolly girl. Yeah. She's cute. She was and she was a tsundere. She was sassy. Um, yep. That and that's all the all the ones in Mal went. Oh, Max. This got Max. The, the Max guy. Yep. The Max guy. Um, he was tough. That, big strong. Big strong. Um, and then you got, of course, Calibi. Calibi samurai. Samurai. Caliber Samurai. <laughs> no, there's no comma. It's Samurai Caliber. This is Calibre. not difficult. Uh, this I don't. Is, okay. No, Here's what I want to talk about. I want to okay. talk about the villain. I want to talk well, about. Well, wait, Alex. I want to. I want to. I want to talk about them for one second here. Okay. One quick second, because the thing I really liked about them is I don't know. Did you watch Power Rangers as a kid at all? I watched a couple episodes. Okay, so you know you don't really you don't really know a lot about not Toku a lot. at all. Not a lot. Um, I mean, and I'm not claiming that I know a lot either, but I've seen a couple Kamen Riders now, and the thing I always I've always liked is the power-ups that they get from the little from the toys that they use. Um, like, uh, Kamen Rider Double has the flash drives. Uh, Kamen Rider Forza has the switches. And, like, the way their suit changes because of that. And I really liked how this one, it just added on to Gridman. And it made him bigger and stronger, but at a cost. Because a lot of times, at least from what I've seen, so don't... Um, quote me as quote this is gospel or anything but from what i've seen it's always like the the oh what's the word the uh, payoff or not payoff the uh trade-off is uh like a time limit you can use this power whereas in this case it was a 
you only have this much energy, you got to figure out how to use that energy, you know, in a way. And I liked that. And I also liked that the, all the pieces that he used, that he could use, had personalities. Because a lot of times it's just like a toy. Uh, like in the in the newest Super Sentai, Lupin versus or Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger, like the, there's no really personalities to the toys. It'll give you different like mech suits and everything, but I mean, really, that's just like the effect that happens. Um, so I liked that all of these had personalities and still had their personalities as a uh, when they were equipped to Gridman. I thought that was a really cool like detail that they put in there. That is cool. I I guess I'm not a big fan of like the whole. Uh, is it Toku is what it's called? Yeah, Toku. Yeah. I, I guess I've just never really been a big fan. I, Power Rangers never really did it for me. I'm not sure what it was. I mean, I, I at the beginning of this podcast, if you remember, I was starting pot, or not the beginning, but you know, towards the beginning of the podcast, I was starting Power Rangers, and it really, I don't know, Mighty Morphin just hasn't done it for me. I've only gotten like maybe ten episodes in after all this time, but Common Rider and has really done it for me. I'm hoping to start Ultraman sometime soon but i got a lot on my plate we, we all have a lot on our plate oh yeah is, is that is that all you wanted to talk about the uh yeah yeah that's really all i want to talk about with those with those guys okay okay so what i want to talk about now is the the big bad alex alex alexis carib carib the the dude with the smoke yeah alexis carib Kareeb, I don't know. He was, whatever. I think he was a bad. I don't like not bad as in he was a bad person. Bad as in he's just bad character. Didn't really care that much about him. He was just kind of there. Yeah, I understand. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I th- felt about uh, Alexis because it it was also almost like um, he was really like generic villain kind of thing, you know. Like, um, he just, he gave somebody else a power so that they can do the evil for him. So he doesn't have to work for it, which, uh, of course, now that I'm talking about it, I can't name a single one, but there's countless shows that do that. Yeah. You know, I just can't think of any right now. Did, um, I'm going to start chaos again, but, uh, did. Gotcha, man. <laughs> gotcha, man crowds. Didn't, um, <laughs> redheaded dude with the braid. Um, didn't he give? Um, yeah, he did the same thing. thing. Except, yeah, exactly. except he also he like went out and, and, well, he had first he had yeah a really strong personality, mm-hmm. and he, <laughs> and he the person he gave the power to also fought back against him, and he uh, uh, also did things himself and fought the the Gotcha Man like himself personally. Which was a nice, nice touch, I guess is the way to put it. What? Something I would want. I want someone to enjoy this show that would defend it. I want them to sit down and explain why they like this show. I don't get it. It just doesn't seem that good. Like I just, it doesn't make sense to me why someone would give it like a nine. I feel like a lot of mal reviews, they give it like nines. They give it there's a, there's a t- like a eight nine. People like this show. They genuinely so, like the show. I don't know why. I th- I, I think I the reason because I am generally positive about it, honestly. And I think the the thing that killed it for me was the ending. That's what killed it for me. And I think the reason I liked it so much is because it is basically a toku in two D animation. 
Um, I was like, just the fights. Um, like we talked about this on the first Godzilla podcast, but when you watch a Godzilla movie, you know you come to watch some kaiju battles, but you you get a little bit of a kind of not really like political, uh, but it can be political. But you get like a message in there also, which is what this did, except it beat you over the head with it. Um, and the the kaiju battles were really cool. Like I th- I think it'd be kind of hard to to dispute that that the fights were like really good. No, I enjoyed the and fight and the the kaiju at least in the beginning, and like it depended on the kaiju also, but a lot of them looked and moved like a suit actor. It was like it was a person actually wearing this suit, which I really liked. Like I could tell that the people who made this like act like love Toku, and it's like a passion for them. Um, and it was just like that detail in it that I really liked, and the fights were really good. I just really wish that the message hadn't been beaten over my head, because I knew by like episode six, I knew what the show was trying to say. You know. I. I guess because I know in the West at least for a fact that there's like if you like Toku you definitely like anime. There's no like I don't think there's any really separation. You can like anime without liking Toku, but I think if you're a Toku person, you you pretty much are guaranteed to like anime. I have no, I don't think I know a person that hasn't. I mean um, yeah, you'll probably like anime, but uh, if if Toku's like your thing, then you'll probably watch more Toku than anime. The my thing is though we when we talk about action on the second Godzilla podcast. Um, the per like, why would you bring a Toku show that's live action into animation without a purpose? Was the purpose just so we'd have a cooler fight scenes? Is that what you're saying? No, um, no, because I I don't think that the fight scenes were any cooler than they would have been in live action. What I think this might be, and what I'm kind of hoping it is, is like uh, baby's first uh Toku. Like to put it that way, it's not really baby's first Toku, but you know, like an introduction to Toku for people that might never have heard of it before. You know, like, people have heard of Kamen Rider and Super Sentai, but they're not going to watch that because it, cause that's for kids. That's a kid show. Uh, but where most of the anime is also kid shows. Like, Naruto and Dragon Ball are kid shows. You know? But uh, they don't think of it that way because this is they know this medium, and they're used to it, and so they don't want to watch these weird guys in rubber suits fighting. Uh and I'm not saying like that you have to like it because obviously not everybody's going to. It's a very specific kind of niche, um, but I think that the overall positive that this could bring is what I'm hoping is that more people in the West uh, start to like watch Toku, kind of like look at Toku, see what it is, and then we can get because right now Toku is kind of in the place in America at least where. Um, like anime was back in the day, like back in the, the 90s and the 80s, where it's, where it's really hard to get. The only difference is we don't have to buy uh, two episodes for every VHS, or per VHS for like 40 bucks. We can download the entire series, every common Rider you want to use up for download um, because there's just no legal way to watch it in the States. But we do have like streaming services kind of starting now, like Toku, um, and like Crunchyroll has a couple, has a few Toku, Hulu I think might, um, and so it's like kind of becoming a thing again. And obviously Godzilla is extremely popular in the West, um, and so I'm hoping that this brings people, like, sheds a light on the medium as a whole, 
and is a is a good like kind of gateway to get people in there because this did very much feel like a toku show that's like digestible for the anime fan okay i can i can relate to that i guess just because it's like the dragon ball thing I, I didn't watch it i don't i'm not a fan of the medium um so i'm not like as i guess not even colorblind i'm just not as um used to the way it operates i guess would be the word yeah or like as receptive to it yeah that's i i I haven't i didn't grow up with it i'm not a particularly big fan of toku and our dragon ball um yeah more critical than probably a fan would be um i mean it's just Mm -hmm. like if you were in salt like k-on i would be very defensive of it like what do you mean it's a good show yeah Um, yeah um i mean and that's kind of how people are with like power rangers too which is the only toku that a lot of people know of at all and don't even know it's toku but people look at it as like oh that's just a kid show you know where if you showed somebody ko they'd be like oh that's just a cute girl's show like but there's nothing else to it when there is you know obviously but you get these perceptions and i think this will help kind of break some of those perceptions especially with how popular it was you no know, they um, as a as a marketing like as i'm a finance major i like about have to take marketing classes as a marketing move this show was a huge success it's hot girls yeah. cool like it knew its market and it knew and, it and it's and it's made by trigger yeah exactly which is a well respected studio who's hasn't really made anything bad ever as far as i bad? know yeah. i can agree with like, that they never made anything bad that's like their own also like the, the only their name is on uh like darling the franks wasn't even bad i don't think i don't think I, a lot of people were upset about the ending um I yeah but feel, the ending was I obvious i still enjoyed it um, yeah the, the only thing this doesn't feel like a trigger show to me the um like trigger is like it's always been like the crazy animation studio i just i'm not i wasn't i didn't pick up that on this show um if oh you were to, i did i if you definitely were to ask did. me who made this i honestly wouldn't be able to tell you what studio it was i'll probably guess bones bones or madhouse Really, if you would I think I think I would know immediately that it was Trigger, because the character designs had very specific Trigger things, uh, like the hair was kind of rounded on the tips, uh, the eyes, the way the eyes were shaped is a very Trigger way to do it. Uh, like some of the animation, like cuts, were very Trigger. The way they would hide 3D, like CG, in with 2D and make it seamless is something like really only Trigger has been able to do. Um, throughout the years, like Kill a Kill has CG in it. I don't know if you knew that. Did not know that. It has it has quite a few bits of CG in it. Um, but it's like undetectable because they know how to use it, which is what we talked about in the last podcast. I think it was the last, the Godzilla one, Godzilla two. Uh, but this show, it didn't, it did feel a little rougher than other Trigger shows, but I still think that it's definitely a Trigger show. Like, it never made me think, did they collaborate on this with somebody? It was always, okay, well, this is Trigger. Yeah. I can. I, I think if you're if you are correct, and this show is like a training wheels toku show, it did its job very well. Um, it, it, I don't know if I'm going to go out and watch toku now, but I know that it would get me interested. It could get me I'm more interested and more receptive to the idea of watching toku. Like, yeah. It's planted that seed in my mind going forward um, that I'm like, oh, I, I'm familiar with that. Um, so I, I think that's actually a very good way to sum it, um, to be honest. Yeah, and I, I mean, I hope that's what happens. Can't say that it will, um, but, you know, 
A man can dream, can he? <laughs> a man can dream. One of the smaller points I wanted to bring up is they did, like, this show did a good job with, like, minor details. Um, when, when they went to the uh, mountains to do, like, the rafting trip, um, and, like, the and, uh, Rika, no, I'm not Rika, Akane, like, made the big mountain turtle, like, uh, monster. The On the way there, all the uh, support for Gridman they fell asleep on the train. I was like, oh, how would they forget to fall asleep on the train? But then later on, it's explained that everything outside of the city is fake. And like, even like when you're going through it, you, you sleep through it. And that's why, because there's nothing there. You just kind of like wake, you, you automatically fall asleep. Do you know what I'm talking about? Am I just rambling here? Does this make sense to you? No, yeah, I got you. I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, a, they do like small details. That and like the glasses breaking and like the foam breaking. I thought it was really cool. That I I can give props where they're due, and that was really cool. Good yeah. job, Trigger. Very cool. <laughs> Is I, there's nothing really about that I need to talk about this show. Um, I still don't know if you would watch it. I mean, take 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 a gander at it. Um, it's okay. I see. It's, I I would recommend it. Um, but if you're, especially if you're an animation. Guy, I think there's a lot of nice Sakuga cuts in here. I'm not really a Sakuga nerd, so I can't really tell you, but it looked really pretty, and the animation was smooth. Um, and if you have not seen Evangelion or do not understand it, then watch this show because you'll understand. You'll understand it. Eva. Yeah, Eva. Yep. And is is there anything else? Is that all? Is that is that all, folks? Well, I think that's about it. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. I have nothing else to add neither. Alrighty. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the Two Dweebs podcast. Uh, you can go check out my Twitter to give us some feedback and leave us a comment on iTunes. I think that's where you can give give us some comments. If you can leave a um, comment, drop that drop that like button, smash that smash that comment, um, <laughs> hit that bell icon. And we'll see you in the next one. And be sure to check out my YouTube channel. That's Seaweed Ambassador. So we'll see you in the next one, guys. Thanks for watching, and take care. Bye-bye. See ya.